So, hello everyone. On today's episode of the Two Left Feet Podcast, we have on, oh, actually, hold on. I'm your host, Terrence Greer, joined by my co-host, Francesca Pena. Hey, hey. And today we are joined by the wonderful Mr. Davis St. Paul. Yes. Hey. You said it right, St. Paul. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, if I'm not mistaken, you are a Zoom instructor, as well as a dancer, performer. You do salsa, as well as bachata. Yeah. Um, you have a dance team, is that right? Yes, I just started a dance team. What's the name of that team, sir? It's K-Unity Dance. Okay, so no, so K-Unity, no. so it kind of basically uniting all the K. You have Zook, so you have Kompa, which is the K, Kizomba, mm-hmm. and Urban Kids, which is the K, so I united all. Hey, so so no, that's okay. the vision of that, of hey, that team. Hey, hey. Yes. Um, so I'm not mistaken, so you were born in Haiti? Yes. And at some point moved to the U.S., right? Yes, IET. Um, so, yep, I was born in Haiti, and then I, I came to the U.S. for, like, better opportunity and education and things of that nature. So mm-hmm. uh, it was, uh, it's been a great journey. I've been here for pretty much half of my life. Okay. And uh, it's, been, it's been fun. Yeah. I'm curious, you know, I've never been to Haiti. Man. What, what was your childhood like growing up in Haiti? And what was that like? So, growing up in Haiti, it's, um, it's, 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 it's an interesting dynamic because, like, in Haiti, I didn't really have a, a lot, like, of material, you know, toys, and, but we had a lot of fun. So, uh, growing up in Haiti, it was a lot to do with friendship, connecting, listening to stories, like, at night, playing around, and... Uh, you know, just doing childhood things, play soccer. I play soccer a lot. Um, and then, uh, you know, stuff like that. Things that, we, you know, we get in trouble, <laughs> you know, coming home late, things like that. So that's, that's kind of like my experience and, uh, and as a child. It's similar here. It's, it's, we're connected in so many ways. Uh, it's just that, you know, it's different from an aspect of, like, when I came here, I was like, oh, my God, all this stuff. So. It's very different. It is. I'm curious. Um, did you? I guess did you have a big family. Like, were you the youngest, oldest sibling, or what? I actually have an older brother, and I have two other sisters. Okay. Um, I'm in the uh, kind of in the middle. Uh, my sisters are here in the U.S., and then okay. my brother's still in Haiti. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, so, couple of siblings. I'm curious, man. Uh, I guess what did your parents do in Haiti, man? What did my parents do in Haiti? Yeah. Oh, so um, my mom, um, she did um, she did a lot. I learned a lot from from her as far as doing businesses. She had she did um, she had a clothing business, mm-hmm. tailor uh, business. She had a restaurant. She she used to cook and stuff. My dad, on the other end, is a principal. Okay. Um, he has a school, yeah. and, uh, and he's a politician. Okay. <laughs> so I actually. I, my, I switched with my friend Rudy St. Julian, mm-hmm. and he told me that uh, as long as your parents weren't in politics, like, they were kind of safe. Yes. So is that, is that true? That is actually true. I mean, the thing is, like, um, with, um, with, with Haiti, you got to have the right guys okay. in the politics, too. Okay. So, you know, politics is a little different. It's kind of, it's not the same as here. Um, but um, it's definitely, you need the good guys in politics to be able to help make a difference. Okay. 
So that's kind of like where you know my dad come in and, and help, and he you know that's he's still there, okay, continuing to yeah, help. Okay, yeah. Up, mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm very curious, man. Um, I guess you know how how important was that music in your household? You know, growing up, <laughs> it was definitely a part of of of, uh, of us growing up. Um, I was, um, you know, when I was a kid. I mean, we have this radio station and. And hearing music from all different places, like we hear it all kind of music too, you know, you know, African-based music, salsa, merengue, all all kind of different uh, exposure to music. So we kind of grew up in yeah. listening and compa music. Yeah. Huh? You were exposed to a lot of things. Yeah, yeah, musically, yes, I definitely have to say yes. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so I know. You know, Haiti's very close to a uh, Dominican Republic, yep. right? So how big of an influence was, I guess, uh, Pachata or what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, man, at the end of the day, we all learn from each other. We oh, all yeah, influence yeah, yeah. each other. And we all learn from each other and, you know, things like that. So definitely there's a lot of influence on both sides, mm-hmm. to, to be honest with you. Um, okay, right, right, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Haiti and influence... DR and DR influence Haiti, right? Both ways. So that's no. the way. That's my perspective. Okay, yeah. You know, it's that. It's the way. You know, we learn from them, and you know, from DR, and then DR learn from right, us, right, you know? yeah, so, yeah. Right next door. Right next door. Mm. Neighbors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, so you say you know, music was always a big influence. Um, did you grow up dancing then, or? <laughs> nope. Okay, <not> at all. <laughs> well, anyway, so. Um, I, um, so we, you know, my parents is very conservative. Okay. So, in the parties, you follow yeah, parties, yeah. right? Yeah. So parties. it's like, we, we're kind of conservative. And, but on the other side of all of my friends and stuff like that, you know, when we go out and especially to right? music, mm-hmm. and we used to have like the carnival. Uh, you ever been to a carnival? I'm not, but I know of it. <sighs> So that's, my grandfather's from uh, Trinidad. So I know yo, oh, yo, oh, man, you gotta, you definitely gotta try <laughs> some carnival in Trinidad. Yes, that's that's the epic of carnival. Yeah. So, uh, so when I was a kid in school, we used to go to carnival, trying to go to carnival. Delete that. I want my parents to know about <laughs> it. <laughs> but um, but it was uh, definitely um, that exposure, learning to be free and just. And then, um, you know, enjoying life, enjoying music, enjoying mm-hmm. dancing and relationship with people. Mm-hmm. So um, that's my kind of exposure to dancing and music. So, and things so like I guess that. more so like a, like a social thing, right? Social thing. Right. It is a social, definitely social. And people listen to music to get away, you know, like stressful situation. And, you know, it's part of life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, you hear some good compound music. It's like, yes. Hey, hey, you feel better, no matter what the day was mm-hmm. like, you know? So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way it was for, 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 for me growing, yeah. growing up. Yeah, yeah, I'm curious, man. Um, I don't really know too much about Carnival. Could you speak on that? <laughs> Is it just, was it a big party in the streets or what? Man, it's a big, like, I know in Haiti, like, it takes a week or so, two weeks like when when carnival goes on, like the sh- the country shut down. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's big. Like a lot of artists that flows flow into here. Um, Port-au-Prince is they usually have the biggest um, crowd, but they have carnival all over the country. Right, right. right. Um, but um, basically, 
you have all these different bands that comes in and they prepare and they have costume and I mean it's a whole project man okay, it's right, like right, a whole right. different yeah, yeah. thing so people plan and you know and then it's they have special food uh, that they do for carnival and people just come out there and just with the expectation have a good time blast people don't work I mean forget about okay. working that week and that lasts for a week or two yeah it depends oh, fun fun <laughs> fun <laughs> fun a week or two, uh, some people have, you know, they want they can extend it. They're saying, you know what, I'm gonna not work for a month. Okay, you know, prepare for my carnival time. You okay, know? is so and is it just you know celebration of life or like just is that what it is? Yes, you hit it on the nail. Okay, it's really a celebration of life. Like basically, all of us coming together and having a blast. Like um, forgetting about it's. Haiti, if you, if, the history of Haiti, uh, you know, having our independence, the first black um, country that actually had their independence about 300-some years ago, 1804. So um, every time when we, when we have an opportunity to party, we take party. So this is kind of like the idea of, of a big family reunion. You come and you let go. And just have a blast. Okay. You know? And this happens once a year? Once a year. Okay. Usually in February. February time frame. Okay. February time frame. Um, and it's it's been a blast. I need to go check it out. Yeah, 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 yeah. Get a, matter of fact, let's go. I'm with it, bro. Uh, <laughs> Don't play with me. Yeah. We'll, we'll stop at Haiti and then go to Trinidad or something hey, bro, like that. that sounds like <laughs> man. That sounds amazing. Then, then go DR. Oh, of course, it's a whole <laughs> circle. It's a whole circle. <laughs> That's actually yeah, you already heard it. You know, we all know. <laughs> Absolutely, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, see, see, growing up in Haiti and everything, man. I, I guess, um, what, what were some of your hobbies, you know, in Haiti? You know, growing up, hobbies. Hmm. Um, <laughs> I. Funny, it says like my hobbies, like mom says, my mom cook. Okay. I used to watch my mom do a lot of the cooking. So you used to go down in the kitchen or what? Yeah, hey. Go down and eat the food like watch okay. washing. <laughs> um, she used to bake a lot, so I remember you know watching that. Uh, hobbies: um, I play a lot of sports, okay. soccer, um, basketball. You okay, it's big. I play ball. I play ball. I'm not. No, okay. <laughs> I'm not good at ball, man. I got schooled the other week. Okay, so <laughs> no, yeah. I imagine what uh, soccer is pretty big. Or what, oh, you, you yeah. talked about that, right? Soccer, soccer is definitely the biggest sport in Haiti. Okay, um, uh, and then um, also just um, traveling. You know, believe it or not, like when I was in Haiti as a kid, I used to travel to U.S. Okay, so traveling was a big, big part of like my hobby and exposure. To um, to the U.S. Was that was that because your dad was a politician or not even part of it? Yes. Okay. Okay. Part of it. Part of it. Yeah. So enough. Yeah. So that that really is a big big factor. Yeah, that's that's really cool. That's um that kind of helps shape who you are today, man. Being mm-hmm. able to experience you know the U.S. I yes. Guess, right? Yes. Yeah. I I told you in the car is like one of the thing I wanted to look for is the KFC fried chicken. <laughs> and, why, and why is that, man? <laughs> hey, man, because it was on the commercial. Like, man, they make that chicken look so nice. I said, man, I got to try this chicken. <laughs> did, it, did it lose your expectations? Oh, or? yes, indeed. I'm still eating. You can't tell that's coming. <laughs> so I get all my six fat. Hey, I, he's the only one, he's the only one dog. 
Still eating chicken. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, say, hey, go. I want a, I want a toy truck. What? But Santa Claus. Oh, oh, hold on one second, Santa Claus. I got, I'll be right back. Uh, hey, if you could leave a like and subscribe for the show, that would be amazing. Uh, let's get back to the episode. <laughs> so, um, say, hey, growing up in Haiti, man, I'm curious, um, I guess, you know, what happens after you graduate high school, man? You know, do you, do you go to college? Do you, yeah. What happens? So, um, when I got here, um, I didn't have... Like, so, you got to the U.S. or what do you mean? U.S., U.S. Uh, and w- so, when was that then? I was in the 90s, like 90, early, late, late 90s. Okay. Uh, time frame. So, so you, were you saying you graduated high school and came here, or well? No, I came and I came into kind of middle school. Oh, well, see, okay, you moved yeah, here I in middle school. Middle school. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I, and then uh, from there, and I went to high school. Okay. Oh, well, uh, real, real quick, why did your family move, man? Part of it is uh, the, the the drama, the okay. political drama in Haiti and stuff like that. Uh, better education. Okay. Okay. Uh, life and just trying something different. Yeah, you know? my dad stayed. My mom came. Okay, okay, you know? sure enough. Okay, I guess you say so you move here and you move to you said uh, I moved yeah Texas right away. I first moved to Fort Lauderdale, okay. uh, Florida. Florida, okay. Yep, okay. and then uh, and then I went to and then we moved to uh, Orlando, Florida, mm. um, and then from there graduated um, and then uh, went to college. Mm. But the interesting part is like when you I don't know if you have experienced that is. Having a green card, okay, man, that's a that's a big, 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 big uh, challenge to get it or to or get it. Okay, okay, to get it. Uh, coming to the U.S., uh, you can get a visa that like a visiting Temporary visa, one, right? yep. yeah, exactly. But to get actually a green card, which now you become like a legal, legal, you can get all the benefits. It's a pro- I know it's a whole process, right? It took me ten years. <laughs> Mm. It took me 10 years to ten, get Okay, 10 years. Got here in middle school and didn't get it. So I didn't have anything. I graduated high school. I didn't have, I didn't, I had a scholarship. I was qualified for a scholarship. But mm-hmm. for you to actually get the scholarship, you have to have a green card. You got to be a citizen, right? Yes. Right, 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 yeah. So, so I'm curious. Um, I guess you had, how were you able to come to school? You you had a visa and that, that was. So, yeah. So when I got on a visa, you can. You, there's a transition where you call it political asylum state. Okay, okay. So you can apply for that, which then puts you in a state where you can stay in the U.S. and and and, and, and go to school and things like that. But with the limitation that you cannot get a lot of the benefits like right. scholarship. You're authorized to be in the United States <laughs> yeah. while your legal process the legal. is on. Exactly. Until you have, it becomes a resolution and then they decide your future. Then they decide your future. Okay, okay, okay. Things have changed. That thing will suck. I'm curious. What was that like for you, Nama? Oh, I don't. Uh, No. So the reason why I know a little bit of it is Mm -hmm. because um, I worked for an immigration law firm. And it's um, people go through a lot. Go through a lot, and it's not it's not an easy process, and it's not what people think it is, or what uh, the news might make you think it is. It's a whole different thing, and the reasons that go, the people that go through that, like if they didn't have to go through it, they wouldn't. Yeah, um, it's very stressful. It's very very stressful. Like I have friends right now that, you know, are in the process of of that green card, and mm. it's not a joke. Yeah. It's it not a joke. I mean, it's just, you know, not to be political, but the stats, the status of the country right now is a lot of, yeah. you know, up and down. Like, yeah. people, 
are separating with their family. Yeah, like, you know, you have kids that are born here and their parents are not necessarily legal. Oh, yes. And they get deported and the kids stay here. It's, it's, just a, it's a bad um, mess. Of course, I can not disclose too much information, but there was this particular case um, where a child, a baby that wasn't even a year old, mm. was separated from their mother. Wow. So the kid, the child got deported and the mom stayed here. So wow. where is the child? So we had to think about those things. Like we, there had to be certain things in place. Like where is the child going? How how do we make sure that the child actually gets home alive? Hmm. As simple as that. Like how do we make sure that the child doesn't get abused? And that's just one case that I'm aware of. Yep. Yeah. What about those cases that we never heard of? A lot. So. Sad, but just I think it's really good to talk about it because, like I said, it's not it's not a joke. It's not something simple. It's something very stressful, and there's a reason behind it. And we are and not we are not a bunch of you know bad people. That not at all. We, like we want to work. You know, we want right. to make a difference, and we want to. And the sweetest people, the people that those are the people. I don't know if they have the least like material things, and so and are the people that offer you the most. Yes. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. it's incredible. So, yeah. and not a lot of people get it. That's and that's it's more people that get denied asylum than people that do get it. And we had to think um, a lot of people that either sent back, they lose their lives there because there are actually there's a reason behind it their their lives are in danger is their lives their families their child their parents it's yeah it's, people that get persecuted because of sexual differences yeah. and they can no go back because if they do there's actually people waiting for them to kill them like this is a real situation uh, no, I feel you I, I remember the day I left I left Haiti and I came finally I was like under this Kind of like uh, my mom had this truck, and we were basically like laying low key yeah. and just traveling through, and hopefully we get to the airport because the country was really bad, okay. shooting and then things like that. It was uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, Dominican Republic is right yeah. next door. My family went through it. My mm. parents went through it. They will get on this boat, <laughs> a tiny little boat, and they just hope you make it. Yeah. To the other side, because if you stay, the chances of you staying alive were very, very, very low to none. And you had to risk your life in order to maybe have 1% chance that you will still alive the next day. Yeah. So, yeah. It is. Yeah. Yep. I guess, um, what were some of the major differences between, you know, Haiti and the U.S. when you got here? Major differences. Um, I think in, in Haiti, the things that we value are different in okay. a way. Like, like, and it's not necessarily, I don't want to say different, but we value like time with, okay, right, right. with family. Like we don't like you, you, you don't sit down and eat by yourself. Okay, like little stuff like that. Yeah, we, yeah, we all sit at the table. Yeah. <laughs> like when I I remember one time I um I saw this 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 person she he was standing by himself, 
I was like, no, man, that's, he's eating. As I went by, I said, hey, man, can I sit down with you? And those are the, the, those little things that um, we, we value a lot. Like, right, right, right. Uh, spending time with family and things like that. Same thing here. Um, but it's not the material that make, make us happy. It's, it's the free stuff. Like okay. the, the time at the beach. Uh, the, like even though you have no money, you're like, man, how am I going to eat? But the fact that you are hanging out with your friend, you're happy. You know okay, right, saying? right, right, yeah. It doesn't take a lot to be happy. That's one of the things that I, I learned. That's why that's something you learned in Haiti, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay, right. And here, it's, it's similar, but, but there's a lot of distraction. Okay. Like material distraction that makes you, makes you replace what's more important, you know? Like, uh, what's more important, family or a nice car or... You know what I'm saying? Like, those type of things. Now, people in the U.S. are very giving. You think so? Yeah. Believe it or not, like, they give a lot of money and things like that and a lot of resources to help other places. Okay. Uh, So that's a good positive thing, and that's part of the reason why this country is blessed with... But the thing is, the same thing, country is made out of immigrants. It's made out of... Definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's all of us right. who's, making it, who's making it happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so that's the aspect of where in, in, in the U.S. you get a lot of diversity. Like, I can go and get some Dominican Republic food, and, and I can go to you know, Peru and get some Peruvian food at a restaurant. All everything is here. Um, so it's very convenient. Right, Things right, are right. designed to be very convenient. While in Haiti, you have to actually have a lot of money and things okay, like that yeah, to actually yeah. explore, exploit this luxury of life. So difference, we're similar. It's similar type. Of, we love people and things like that. It's just that I was never exposed to that type of level of materials. Okay, right, right, right. Yeah, so like, yeah. I think that's part of Part of what the, yeah, I get you. I definitely yeah. understand that. Yeah, but I'm grateful to be here. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Grateful. I to bet be. it makes you grateful. Yes. Grateful. Grateful. Yeah. I'm, I'm, uh, let me ask you this, man. So, yeah, you say you moved to your middle school, um, and so you graduated and everything. Yep. And so, um, you decided to go to college, right, or what? I guess your parents make you go to college, right? <laughs> you know, you ain't going nowhere, but got got yeah, okay. college right now. Now. Um, Yes, so I decided to go to college because my mom made me to. I'm just playing. Um, <laughs> no, it was it was something that was embedded in us that okay. you got no choice. Mm. You're gonna go. Listen, you graduating, you're gonna go to college. That's okay, right, the bottom right, right. line. Yeah, so yeah. I had no no other ideas behind it, mm. and we. I used to get threat threat. <laughs> Like if you screw up, we're gonna we're gonna send you back. Send you to back. Oh, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> so that's okay. Um, yeah, yeah. What what do you want me to do? Sign <laughs> <Yeah>. up. <laughs> yeah, that'll get you right. That'll get you right. Oh man, that's oh yeah. I'll sign up tomorrow. <laughs> so as that so part of the motivation, I wanted to get better. And I went to learn. Uh, so I went to school for engineering school. I got a computer engineering degree. At FAMU, uh, Florida AM, okay. University. And then uh, Rattlers one time. Hey, um, shout out, shout out, shout out. Shout out for the Rattlers. Um, and then, um, so that was kind of like my journey in the education. And then 
and then I've been I've been working as an engineer okay. since then. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. And so I'm very curious to hear, man. Um, you know, I guess how did you get introduced to dancing? I guess like, <laughs> good, good question. So I was, as I said, right, I always grew up in music and dancing on the, you know, with compa, which is where my first love and where I started first. Yeah, sure enough. Um, yeah. And then I was in Kansas City. Uh, and I was like, man, I'm tired of going to the club and stuff like that. I just want something different. So I went to this spot. Um, they were doing salsa. I was like, salsa? Hmm. And, never... and, well, this was back in college, after college? That's right, after college. Okay, after, so after, okay, after okay. I graduated and I went, I went to work in Kansas City. Okay. So, yeah, good question. Um, so, so I went to this place and I was like, First, I thought salsa, I had a bad impression about salsa. I thought it was like the, those guys with the V-neck and the mm-hmm. tight pants. and The, the performance, like yeah, the performance. Like, that's why, that was my vision about salsa. I'm like, I don't want to wear those V-neck shirts, man. <laughs> <That> was requirement. <laughs> it was a requirement. Yeah. <laughs> that was my first question. Do you have to wear those V-neck shirts? <laughs> so, um, then I realized, like, whoa, it's a completely different world. It's friendly environment, people are nice, uh, very inviting, and so I took the class, and I, you know, I was like, man, this is hard, but I'm going to try to stick with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's how I got adapted to, like, formal training, uh, uh, dance training, mm-hmm. and I did salsa, and then I did a little bit of bachata, and then I moved to Orlando, did performance, hey. uh, salsa synergy was one of the Team I've heard of them. I, 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 yeah. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Ben I've and Sophia. I've definitely heard of them. Yeah. Ben and Sophia. They will kick your butt. Okay. I'm, shout out to them, man. Hey. They, uh, gosh. I'm, I'm, I'm very curious here, man. Tell me about your beginner stage in salsa, man. What, what was that like? Hmm. Intimidating. I believe it. Holy macaroni. Um, it's a completely different the compo, right? Like, what the? <laughs> Um, and then it was fun. It was exercise. It was like good exercising for me when I was, uh, it was like solving a puzzle. I'm like, what are these people doing? You know, how do they know when, where to step? How do they, how does the lady just turn like that? What's happening? It was very curious to me. So to learn the, the mechanic. Yeah. And then grow up with the joy of the people. That's what makes it more uh, attractive Admiring because uh, people were friendly, uh, they were just inviting. Like, man, you got this, man, you got this. And so that kind of gives a lot of encouragement. I remember this lady, I can never, if you've seen this interview, please, I want to She's just the one, she's really the one who actually made me stay in Sasha. Uh, one time uh, we were social dancing, so I danced with her, and the way she made me feel, okay. Throughout the dance, she was smiling. And said, oh, wow, that was nice. And I'm like, really? I wasn't doing nothing, but she enjoyed it. The fact that you know that, that I had the courage to even dance with her, I guess. And from that, that feeling she left, which made a big impression. Right. Yeah. And that's the reason why I want to do the same for people. Okay. Like, to leave that impression to other people. Like, wow, that was a beautiful dance, and let's do it again. That was really fun. So leaving that impression in people. I mean, she, she changed my life. I believe it. I believe it. Yeah. 